Welcome back to another episode of Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. This is a podcast where we pretend to have it all together, but we definitely don't. <laughs> Some episodes are good, though. I mean, like every third episode is like every third episode, maybe. Yeah. I'm the host that just likes to talk about how hot I am and how I hate summer. <laughs> I don't hate summer, but I feel like that's all I've talked about lately. It is very hot, so. We're inching towards September, though. I feel like I'm on home stretch once I get into September. Yes, I do, too. Mm -hmm. It has to get past September, though. Mm -hmm. I'm the host that is awkward and (laughs) says weird things (laughs) and repeats myself. (laughs) I mean, I feel like this could be a good-ish episode. We'll see. We'll see if it falls into that every third episode category or if it's just meh if it's a hit or a miss yeah like it could be a miss who knows oh well so um easing back into the schedule of things how about you like it's the second week kids being back at school how are you feeling about that so far it's going well the first Mm -hmm. week was a little bit iffy just because it's always hard to get back into the schedule but my kids are older now, so it does make it a little bit easier. Yeah. They're a little bit more. Well, my daughter, especially Olivia, um, she's she's really good about, like, she's up and getting ready. My son, who just started high school, he is just now finally starting to, like, care about how he looks and <laughs> yeah. hygiene and, like, getting up and that kind of thing. So, um, but, yeah, we're getting back into the routine. So, well, I don't know anything because uh, this is this is Daxton's first year in kindergarten, like real school. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I, I I mean, I, I don't know anything. It's just something <laughs> like I, I feel like there should be some parenting class that tells you all the stuff. And there's there's not. Yeah. And, and you just got to you got to figure it all out. So it was stressful for me. The first week, just the car rider line and doing all the stuff and make sure he signed up. I didn't know they get the Chromebooks. I was like, oh, he's five. I didn't know he gets a Chromebook. All of that stuff. But one thing that I noticed, this week's better. One thing I noticed is you've never seen people look as miserable as when they are in a car rider line going to school. (laughs) I mean, like, okay, so like, the way it works with us, like as I'm going in, there's also a line coming back out. Yeah. And there's nothing really to do. Right. So you're just kind of, or I am, I just look at other people in the car. (laughs) You just people watch. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God, do I look like that? Like these people look like it is the end of time. (laughs) No. Like, yeah, it was crazy. I'm telling you the number of people that passed me and just were like, what is my life? Well, I'll tell you what gets me about car rider line. And I've seen this through all of the years that my kids have been in school. Um, You have some people that are like in such a hurry Mm -hmm. to like get up there and drop their kids off. They will endanger the lives of everyone around them, including the kids. It's like a race to get there. And I'm like, whoa, calm the heck down. Like, like, I can't stand when people don't stop for people in a crosswalk. I saw that this morning, what you're talking about. Like, they're willing to endanger other people. Not cool. I can't stand when people won't stop. I'm like, you can stop for two seconds, let these people cross. Right. And, like, this person just flew through the crosswalk. And there's, like, little kids about mm-hmm. to cross. Yeah. But anyway, that was one of my observations um, this second week is just that there's some miserable looking people in car rider line. Well, what you were saying about um, you don't know anything because Dax is just now starting school. Mm -hmm. 
going to let you in on a little secret. Every time they change schools, you're kind of going to feel like that. feel like that. Yeah, the only thing that helps is like you'll have other parents that you and friends that you can maybe ask. Oh, my God. They can help you a little bit. And as your kids get older, they start like picking up information and knowing things themselves. Yeah. And so it's not as hard to figure out. But I mean, like when they change schools, there's a totally different set of rules. Everything's different. And so it's a little bit like, oh, my God. Oh, God, that gives me anxiety. I mean, it'll be fine, though. Look at me. I'm like the most (laughs) person ever. And like, I keep it together. So if I could do it, you definitely can. Well, you said something about like your friends. And this is so funny. I've had the Lindsay's help me. The Lindsay's. Okay. So, you know, my, my good friend, Lindsay. And then, uh, well, they're both our mutual friends. We're friends with both of them. But the other Lindsay, who's also our neighbor. Right. It's so funny because they've been like, oh, you got to do this. And I tell you, like my one friend, Lindsay, um, who who her her boys go to school with Daxton. Yeah. And and like his or he, they were in his same classrooms. They're not anymore. She has been like my saving grace through this because. Because she has one older, right? She has one Dax's age and then one older. Yes. So she's been through all of that and it's at the same school. And I mean, she would help me like right up until school starting. Did you do this? Did you do this? Oh, don't forget about this. Put this app on your phone. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then the other Lindsay's like, we always end up like at school about the same time so like you know she walked in with us one morning and she's always checking on Dax like how do you do and this is what happened she has you know she's got the two little girls yeah and um yeah so it's been funny because they're both named Lindsay and I just feel like they've been like helping me through this first year well that is what is so nice about having good friends Mm -hmm. is because they help you through not only like school and things like that but life, I mean, just think about all the friends you've had that have helped you through like times in your life that were terrible or that celebrated times in your life that were great. And then think about the friends you've had and who are not there anymore, who were just terrible and well, turned out to not be a real friend. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't do it without the people around me Mm-mm. that I call friends. And, you know, friends can be. All kinds of people, all kinds of ages. I mean, like me, I have uh, friends who are different ages, um, people that I've met when I was really young, mm-hmm. people that I've met more recently. Obviously, we're sisters, we're family, but we also are very good friends. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Steve is my friend sometimes. Yeah. Nevada, he wasn't today, but he does <laughs> He does a pretty good job most days. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it's really, um, or I don't think, I know that it's very important when we say this quite often, the people that you have around you as everything, because no matter how we look at it, we're being influenced by them on a regular basis. Well, yeah, I think it's really, uh, the difference in where you get in your life, like how successful you are, how happy you are. It make, that makes a big difference. Uh, depending on who you're around and who you surround yourself with, because it doesn't matter how strong of a person you are. If you surround yourself by a bunch of jerks or a bunch of people that are leeching off of you or like sucking your joy and energy and, you know, are not contributing anything to your life in any kind of a way, then 
it can bring you down really fast. And it doesn't matter like mm-hmm. how good of a person you are yourself. Mm-hmm. And of course you always want to be, you, you want to be there because there are times that you're going to, your friends are going to need you and you know, they need to wallow for a minute or they need your help or they need your sympathy or your understanding or whatever. But you know, there are the people out there that, are like soul suckers. I don't know if you've ever, well, yeah, I do know you've been around them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, like when you, when you're in their presence, you just feel like they are literally sucking the life out of you. Yes. And then you get away from them. You have to like reboot and like re-energize. I had to do that after car rider line today. I was like, (laughs) man, I got to look at myself in the mirror. But um, yes, I totally, I totally agree that, that, you know, you can get yourself in a situation, unfortunately, where the group of people that you're in is not a real good group and they bring you down or they have constantly have negative things to say or they're constantly talking about somebody else or um, they're, you know, they're jealous. So they're doing the little things. And it's it seems odd to think that you would call people friends and end up in situations like that. But I mean, it happens. It's happened to me before, you know get in a situation where you're like, oh, oh, they're my friend. And then a little time goes by and things change and have your relationship change. Or maybe you just really get to know that person mm-hmm. on a different level and you find out, I don't really like them that much. Yeah. Or what about, uh, have you ever gotten into a situation with somebody that you were friends, you're friends with them, mm-hmm. but then as time goes on, you really just kind of grow past them? Oh, yeah. You just really evolve past them, and they're yeah. still in this place that you've grown from so long ago, and then it's like, I can't It's hard stay to there shake them you. loose, really, yeah. a lot of times, because... Um, I've had friends like that and I've also had friends where you just are you go in different directions so you don't you you lose that commonality of, of things that you used to you know have and you just feel like maybe they're not as big of a part of your life anymore yeah and I mean you don't necessarily I guess have to let those people go but it's okay to put them I think in a more distant category and stop trying to hold on to that real close thing if it's not really there anymore. Yeah, true. Well, and then you have the friends that, you know, a year can go by and you haven't seen them. Oh, But yeah. then you get you get with them and spend time with them and it's just like no time has passed at all. Yeah. You love, know, that's the best. That. That's the best. Yeah, I love that. I love those, uh, I, I call them like low maintenance friends. You don't really have to, it doesn't matter. You don't, you're not judging each other for how many texts you send or how many right. calls but you can just jump right back on the same page. Well, and to me, that's because you you love that person and they know you love them mm-hmm. and they understand that you're busy with life and mm-hmm. that you have responsibilities and they don't take it personally if you don't like reach out to them every day. They, they understand, mm-hmm. you know, they, they get you and they understand and they don't take, you know, your lack of maybe staying in touch all the time or... You know, whatever well, the case the, may be, they don't take that personally or yeah, hold that against you. Well, they're you. like on a two-way street because, you know, there's people that that always say to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. Yes. And there's the people that always want you to initiate, and they'll even judge you for not initiating interaction when maybe they haven't even. Right. So they expect you to be the initiator. And I feel like those low-maintenance friends are the ones that are kind of on that even playing field 
with you like, yeah, we haven't texted each other in a while. It's not a judgment towards you. It's right. more or less like life gets busy. Yeah. We haven't called. We haven't seen each other. Well, and what you said is so key to have good friends. You have to be a good friend mm-hmm. because a lot of times it's easy for us to throw the response, like shirk the responsibility from ourselves and put it on other people and blame other people oh, yeah. for whatever the case may be. And, you know, if we just focus on ourselves and try to be a good friend ourselves and like be the friend we would want other people yes, to be to us. I love that. Then, be the friend that you would like to have yeah. and you will find yourself surrounded by right. really, really good friends. Right. Um, and I think that's that's what friendship is anyway. You don't judge each other. You just try to give and love and be there and be that friend that you want and need. And if the other person is doing that, it just makes for a lifelong friendship and connection. I agree. And I also believe it's really important to be honest and to have friends who are honest with you Mm -hmm. and to be thick skinned enough to where if one of your friends, if you know this friend loves you and is looking out for your best interest, if they look at you and give you kind of a harsh truth, like Mm -hmm. I prefer that rather than somebody not tell me how they really feel or keep things bottled inside just because they think I don't want to hear it or... I just trying my to friends keep... to tell me pretty things. <laughs> just tell me I'm pretty. Hug me. Well, everybody wants that, but you know no, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you want somebody that'll be honest with you, and like mm-hmm. when you're telling them a story or you're venting or you're in a bad mood, you don't want them just to be like, oh, well, you know. Well, some days I think you do, but then sometimes I think you, you, on the course of what you're saying, you want that friend that says like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself together. Exactly. You know, like you, you yeah. know, you're like this. Right. Yeah. That'll lay or it out. You can do better than that. Uh-huh. Like, don't, you know, that'll mm-hmm. just say it how it is. Yeah. Like I was on the phone and I'm not going to say who it was. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to sell you out. But if you're listening, I was on the phone yesterday evening with a friend. She's a friend of both of ours. And she said something like, well, this one told me I need to do this. And I and I was that for last night because I said, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think you should. <laughs> and but like she's, you know, she's the same way with me. Like, you know, you just kind of put out there how you feel. Right. And it's fine and it's OK. And we just we just laugh it off. Yeah. And that's how it is. But that is um, very refreshing to me when somebody can be that way with me because Especially like you can tell when someone's doing it in a judgmental way or when they're completely doing it out of love. And I feel like if because you have that really good friendship, it's it's refreshing when they do it out of love because you're like, yeah. oh, you know me so well. And you're just you're just calling it like it is. Right. Well, because you know that they want what's best for you ultimately. Mm-hmm. And if they're telling you a hard truth, it's because they see something that you need to adjust or change for mm-hmm. your own good because they love you and they want what's best for you. Yeah. Not because like you said, they're judging you and they're yeah. trying to bring you down or, or they're jealous or for whatever reason. Yeah. And, and, you know, really good friends know when to do that. Like I said, a <laughs> minute ago, yes, some days you do just want them to like pet you yes, because you're just in that exactly. mood and you're like, I know I'm wrong right now, but I'm just venting and I just need you to pet me and make me feel better. But at the end of the day, when it's something serious, it's it's always good 
to have a person that is just real and honest with you. Well, yeah, sometimes you just need to vent. You just need, Mm -hmm. you don't need advice. You don't need a Mm how-to. You don't need an I told you so. You don't need anything. You just need somebody just to let you vent Mm -hmm. and then say, okay, let's get a bottle of wine. Let's watch a movie. Let's go take a walk. Let's do this. Like, it's all going to be okay. Hugs. Yeah. You know how we're both touchy-feely. Hug, yeah. Just Let hug you cry me and, then hug, and yeah. say. Let me cry, then hug me. Yeah. Then give me some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good friends are so important. I think it's I think it's hard sometimes when you outgrow the friends like we were talking about, because then you have to make new ones. And yes. that can be that can be hard sometimes. It can, especially later in life. I mean, there there can be people that you grow up with and you're really good friends with a certain span of time, and say circumstances or whatever it may be, you're not really close, but you still want that really close friend. It can be really difficult to go out and just make friends. It's not like being in kindergarten. Like, hey, what's your name? Want to play on the playground? Right. You know. Yeah. So, what do you? Sometimes What's your it, trick to making good friends? Sometimes it is that easy. I know that sounds kind of <laughs> crazy, but I think there's like a certain feeling that you get from somebody. But when you just talk to them, but the key here is like be open to like talking to somebody. Yeah. And just saying hello. Sometimes mm-hmm. just like, oh, I love your dress or something about their kid or. Right. What do you think about this? Or, hey, how are you? Or. Oh, or just, or, or depending on the situation, hey, I'm Christy. Right. I'm awkward and I do a podcast <laughs> and I, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> just, just being willing to kind of put yourself yeah. out there and just speak to somebody. Yeah. Sometimes, because then a lot of times, if it is somebody that you, you sometimes you just have an instant connection with them and they'll start talking to you and then you're like, boom, boom, boom. Like I, I have a couple of friends that that I've that I've made that way. You just met randomly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then also like in a workplace, I, you know, I have a couple of friends that I used to work at a bank years and years and years ago, like twenty something years ago, and we didn't necessarily always work together, but we worked in like different branches, and we would just we just kind of started talking, and just got to be really good friends. And I have two two women that I'm still really close to from that. And a lot of people that I met there that I don't speak to anymore. But, yeah. you know, a lot of times I think you'll, you just kind of feel that connection and you kind of either you hit it off or you don't kind of like when you're dating somebody, like you go on a date, either you kind of feel it, have chemistry. I, or know, you don't. I love that. I love that good organic relationship that just happens. The, the, one of the Lindsay's now I'm going to call them the Lindsay's for now. <laughs> my good friend, Lindsay, who is like my. She's like my calendar. She's my, she tells me all the good restaurants and, and, and the spas that are open. And like, I just, I love it. I always tell her like, what would I do without you? I wouldn't know anything, <laughs> but that's how we, that's how we um, met. I mean, we met later in life and sometimes people think you can't, I'm 41. And some people I think, think when you get a little older that, you don't, you can't meet friends, yeah. you know, and I, th- and you, you were talking about just being like, Hey, and that's just kind of how our friendship started. And, and I just feel like I've known her forever. And, you know, she's the kind of friend the other morning, I was just so nervous about Dax going to kindergarten and, and I didn't know anything. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so dumb. I can't figure this out. <laughs> like everybody else has it figured out and I don't. <laughs> 
And she was like, okay, let's drop the kids at school. Are you doing anything? Let's go have breakfast and we'll just talk through the nerves. And I just felt like I've known her forever. But like we met on a class trip. Yeah. Not very long ago. Felt like I've known her forever. And it was just such an organic friendship. And our families just love each other. You know, you know, our husbands get along. All the kids love each other. And it's just one of those things. And you think, what if one or both of us hadn't said hello we would have missed that opportunity to have that fantastic friendship where right. we just love one another now. And and it did kind of happen like, hey, you want to go play on the playground yeah. sort of thing, you know? Just, hey, what's your hey, name? Hey, you want to hang out with me at the pumpkin patch? We were going yeah. the, to yeah. the pumpkin patch and we just kind of chilled together. But yeah, that's 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 such a wonderful connection when it just happens like that it is but you know it's not always like that and I'm the world's worst about this like sometimes I'm either on and I'm like hey how are you blah 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 Mm -hmm. or either I'm like people don't want to approach me because you're just they're scared of me like that girl's probably not scared I think you're just (laughs) you just you go inward sometimes yes and so when I get like that I'm not really in that mode of meeting people or being social or whatever, I kind of right. just want to go do what I have to do and get it done and do what I do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're like that, it's kind of hard because it's yeah. not always easy just to be like, if you're not feeling it, if you're not feeling mm-hmm. social and you're not feeling that, then, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you may miss some good friendships. Maybe there's some friends out there that I, missed because of my weird moods well no because i think if you're if you're vibing with somebody you're vibing with them and if you're not you're not and and you know i don't think it's a missed opportunity i think that's just you being who you are and i really think that if you forced yourself into that place you you probably wouldn't meet the right people if that makes sense well maybe that's not that's not how it needs to go well i think too if you like trust and believe in God and you and you believe that like your steps are ordered and Mm -hmm. you know you trust in something bigger than yourself then you just trust that you're going to meet the people that you need to meet if you keep yourself open to it you know you can't you can't force yourself either like when I'm in those frames of mind or whatever it's hard to like force myself out so I think you just have to kind of trust the trust the process but what about what about if you've been like trying? If it's not organic. It's not organic and you've really, you're lonely and maybe you don't have a lot of friends and you want to make new friends, but you're not really sure how and it's not really just happening. Well, I mean, if you don't have many friends or or, or whatever, I, I think maybe acquaintances because sometimes, I don't know if you've ever had acquaintances that you kind of wish you had a deeper connection with. Sometimes it could be somebody already in your circle at a far. Yeah. And at a far? Is that? Is <laughs> I was that, just. That's not a thing. From a far? At a far. Yeah, from a far. When at you a first far said is that, I was like, thing. what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. I, I watch you at a far. I don't even say that anyway. I don't say from a far. Anyway, someone <laughs> in your outer circle. I've been watching you from a far, my dear. I know, that does it. Come be my friend. (laughs) Join my group. (laughs) Okay, continue. Oh, my gosh. Well, what was I saying? (laughs) 
you were saying like acquaintances, maybe you want a closer connection with an acquaintance. Yeah. So maybe if you want that and, and, and maybe this is not a thing either, but perhaps, you know, perhaps no. <laughs> what? Am I in a storybook right now? I don't. I'm like using words. I'm trying new things, and I don't even mean to. Did you drink before you? Anybody that knows me, have you ever heard me use the word perhaps? Probably not. So anyway, okay. I'm making a point here. I know I am. Maybe try to make a more deep connection with someone who's just an acquaintance. So, like, be the first one to reach out and say, "Yeah, hey, if you, you kind of like that person, whatever." Yeah, if you you kind of have to initiate if it doesn't happen organically, and you do have to. I mean, I think this goes back to what you said about the "Hey, you want to be my friend?" thing. Yeah. Now, obviously, you don't want to be weird because if you just meet somebody in public, people can be very put off if you're like want to come hang out with me right but maybe you do have an acquaintance there have been people you know in the distance I'm trying to not say from afar (laughs) um that I'm like I like that person I'd like to be better friends with them right so maybe just reaching out because you already have that connection you already know that person and say hey I'm gonna do this I think an activity is a cool thing to do because then it's not awkward yeah sometimes if you just invite people to dinner then I think it could be a little bit awkward. But if you guys say like, I'm going to go do this, you want to go take a hike or you want to do this, um, whatever you enjoy. Yeah, that's not, um, that's a little more free and like other things going on. So you're not like just right there face to face and yeah, stuck in conversation or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. But also I think be prepared if you do try that. Uh-huh. And it doesn't Rejection. work out, or they get, or you get rejected, just like in yeah. dating. I mean, I think be prepared and don't let yourself be devastated if that doesn't work don't out. Just, just say, give up. like, oh. I mean, I just look at it like this. You know how we, we're like, yeah, they're not our people, yeah, or they're our people, yeah. Or you meet somebody and you're friends with them, you're like, oh my god, I feel like I've known them my whole life. You know, they're like our people, yeah. So I think just go going into making new friends. Trusting the process that if it doesn't work out and you don't become fast friends with them, they're not your people. There's somebody mm-hmm. else out there for you. Mm-hmm. That way you don't you don't set yourself up for disappointment. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times, too. And see, you know, we we say this. We're we're not alike in this way where, where you said like some days you're just kind of inward and some days you're on some days. Right. I, I, I don't. I feel very much like so you didn't go to the gym with me. You had uh, some other obligations this morning. And I was so disappointed that there weren't people in the gym to talk to and say hey to. And I just felt so in there by myself. And so I'm constantly saying hey to people and just making jokes. And yeah, you're very social. Yeah. And so I don't know the right advice to give like you might be able to give to someone who who does have those days where they're a little bit more quiet and yeah. like to themselves. So what would you say to someone who is, you're not shy, but that is more like that if they, okay. So that say they don't have like a connection already with anybody. Yeah. They don't really have any really close friends. What would you say to someone who really wanted to have friends and what I just said doesn't work as far as a distant connection? 
Well, I think, first of all, if you're not feeling yourself and you're not really feeling like you want to do that, I think mm-hmm. just let yourself be like that sure. for a minute. Like, because sometimes you just need to, to recharge or you need to be alone for a little while or mm-hmm. whatever. But I think you have to push yourself. Sometimes you do have to push yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. and make sure that you were open to that. Because oh, there have yeah. been times where I was just in a, a bad mood or mm-hmm. I was feeling kind of introverted or wanted to be alone or whatever. But then I was like, hey, now this is instead of feeling good or like I'm re-energizing, this is starting to feel like too alone and to cut off from people and like I need some human connection and human interaction and sometimes if you go too far the other way you get into a rut and you have to just push yourself out of that so I think just sometimes pushing yourself out of that comfort zone and just being willing to put yourself out there and being open to people Mm -hmm. it's not always easy but I think it's important to do that because if you close yourself off too much I mean nobody's just going to come knock on your door and say hey Want to come outside and play? I mean, <laughs> if I they, might. If they do, you I might need to lock your door. <laughs> hey, but that's a good concept is, you know, you might actually run across someone who's a little more, hey, want to be my friend? Well, even when you're not as maybe extroverted, because I mean, I have a lot of friends who aren't huge extroverts and a lot of people who are. Well, they say opposites attract. Yeah. And I think that's true in friends as much as it is in a in a mm-hmm. romantic relationship. But being open, like, yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. how can you really go out and make new friends unless you're very open yeah. to the experience? Like if you're just somewhere and you're sitting in a corner and you're not looking at anybody, yeah. making eye contact, and you're totally closed off, well, people are going to be, they're going to feel weird about approaching yeah. you and talking to you because they're going to be like, whoa, they don't. They don't want to be approached. Yeah. Right. So you have to push yourself out of that and say, okay, if I want to make friends, again, I have to be friendly. I, I've told my daughter this before. Like, you have to be, which she's a super sweet, friendly person, but she's very, she has anxiety and she she gets, um, she gets like scared of like crowds and things it's like nerves. that. Yeah. yeah, her nerves. Mm-hmm. And so I, I try to encourage her and say, look, you have to be friendly, though. You have to let people know that they can approach you and be your friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the same with adults and kids. Like, you just have to be. Yeah, open. sometimes just that body language. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that light up. Are we still recording? Yeah, I was trying to make sure. I just sure. saw it light up. I want to make sure it didn't cut off. Yeah, we're, we're still good. Um, yeah, body language, like just sometimes making eye contact and smiling mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm I'm a little bit more outgoing, but. You're right. If if someone's not really making eye contact with me or not really showing me the body language like they are approachable, yeah, then then I probably wouldn't. They wouldn't be the first person I might talk to. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and you know me, like, and I know there are a lot of people that are like this. Sometimes I wear my mood or my emotion on my face, mm-hmm. and it's there's a term for it that I won't use because it has a not nice word in it. <laughs> but um, everybody oh, knows what it. <laughs> Everybody knows what it is. And so, you know, sometimes I might be thinking about something and I'll have a really rotten look on my face. RBF. You can just say RBF. <laughs> okay, thank you. And Steve or my kids, like I'm I'm getting better about this. But Would I'm you just, teach Nevada then? I'm just <laughs> please teach him. Please using, come over. I'm and using talk to him. My, <laughs> please. I'll have a talk with him. I needed to call RBI you this. too. I needed to RBF. What, what? is it? RBI is baseball. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Wrong subject. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. 
I needed to call you this morning. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) He needed help this morning. Okay. So I'm. Okay, so we had some technical difficulties. If um, if you heard a weird noise or if what we're about to say does not tie in perfectly with what <laughs> we were just talking about, our recorder was blinking. and it was um, trying to tell us it, Yeah, it was trying to tell us that it was about to, to stop recording. So anyway, so we were talking about, I believe, how that you should be approachable and how you should put yourself out there and be open to friendships. Yeah. I don't remember exactly where we left off, but I asked you, you know, being more introverted at times. Right. You're what I call an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert to me. I don't I don't see you as an unapproachable introverted person, but you do have your times. Right. You kind of swing back and forth between the two, I think. So just being open. And then also, I know this is something that you and I have you and I both have made friends this way. So this is a proven trusty way to make friends. Mm -hmm. And that is the things that you're interested in. Like if you have an interest in fitness, if you have an interest in gardening, if you have an interest in whatever it is, art, find things, find community things or find activities associated with the things that you like and that you're really interested in and go do them. Even if it's hard to like go by yourself and take that first step, do it anyway and then be open because guess what? There are going to be other people there that have those same interests. And if you're open and friendly, chances are you may meet somebody there who could end up being a friend. Yeah. And I feel like for like you were, you were talking about Olivia being more nervous. She wants to make friends, but she's just, you know, she's a little bit more reserved and she right. gets nervous about it but I would think that would be a really good way for someone who is a little more shy or introverted to for it to be more organic because they're not going to come up and talk to a stranger as as easily right Mm -hmm. so I mean that yeah that's you know be open say yes to things and go out and check out events and don't and also don't be ashamed i mean i promise you're not the only one that wants to make friends and wants those close connections so don't feel like oh i'm a loser i'm trying to find a friend that is okay that is yes that is we all have a need to be close to people to have good friends and look quality over quantity don't think just because you only have one good friend that that you're missing that's not enough yeah yeah you know, great. If you have a lot of friends, that's great. But also, if you just have one really close friend, that's that's okay. I, I would take one good true friend yeah. over 20 not true friends. Mm-hmm. Because that is a connection that is real. And it's like a connection with your soul. And it makes you happy and feeds a side of you that just other things don't. That yeah. human connection and that closeness that you get from Mm -hmm. a really good close friend yeah the closeness you get from a close friend well and and even we're talking about more introverted people and even very extroverted people it's very hard sometimes because not everyone is like that and you don't want to come on too strong and and sometimes it can be awkward anyway to be like hey, let's do this or let's do that. So one of the things that is really good is is 
exchanging info, whether you're introverted or extroverted, sometimes like I'll meet someone and I'll totally forget to exchange any type of info. Yeah. And then be like, I mean, we have the wonderful world of Facebook and things like that now where you can stalk people out. But just exchanging a simple like number girl, with give, someone. Yo, yo, girl, give me your digits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just say like, oh, well, let me get your number. And yeah, because just, to, you know, just a couple text messages or whatever can really start up a really great friendship. Right. So you know, whatever personality type you are, that's just exchanging some info with somebody once you meet them. So that you have a way to connect with them after the fact Mm -hmm. so that you can treat them a funny text or just a hello. It was great to meet you or whatever so that you can Mm -hmm. keep that connection and that hopefully it'll be something you can build on. Yeah. Yeah. And I like what you said about being open. I think that goes for everybody, just being open and continuing to show up even if it doesn't work the first or second or third time, continuing to remain open and knowing you're not the only one out there who wants good friends and is looking for good connections yeah. with people. Well, and I think also it's important for people to realize this. Don't take it personally. Like if it doesn't work out, if they don't want to be your friend, or if it's a friend and they're not, communicating with you like you wish they would like don't take it personal don't, don't don't take it as something that you're doing wrong or that you're a weird person or that you're bad I mean you may be a weird person but that's okay but that there you're are not other weird people that e- want to be e- your friend exactly exactly <laughs> like yeah. don't let that bring you down and stop you from making more friends and to keep putting yourself out there yeah because you know the world is filled with tons of people And, you know, if it's not working out for you, then again, those are not your people. Yeah, I think that's something to be very aware of is knowing when to give up, though, on old connections, because sometimes you grow apart from people, but then you keep trying. Yeah. And I think there's a time when you have to know this friendship isn't working for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And you need to let go of the past, so to speak, to make room for people in your future. And if you find yourself trying to reconnect with an old connection and it's just not working out, that may be your your sign to, to go ahead on. and move on and make brand new connections. True. It's a good point. Because you can't make, I can't say that on air. Never you mind. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> Never what mind. kind of mood are you in today? You're saying know, a lot of stuff tell. that we can't, know, can't say tell. on our podcast. I'm not sure what's going on with me. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's not, it's just, it's not always easy to make friends. Sometimes it comes really naturally and you can just meet people and hit it off and it's great. Happy ever after. Other times it's like you're trying and you haven't met anybody and you feel lonely and, isolated and you know well being patient that's that patience goes so far in so many situations and that is something that I have to force myself to be all the time because by nature I'm not a super patient person and being patient in those situations I think is something that you just have to learn to do because it doesn't always work if you're really looking for that connection and trying to make something happen sometimes you do have to sit back and just be patient and say it's okay. But you know, I think something fun to do is pretend that that person already likes you. So I think we do a lot of negative self-talk, like what if they don't like me yeah. or 
you know, if you are a more standoffish person, just being like, I don't know, I don't know what to say, pretend that they already like you and try to go into situations with confidence because chances are if you're talking to yourself very positively and Mm -hmm. you're talking yourself up in your own head, people are going to feel that. Just like you said, RBF. If you got that, people are going to be like, ooh. But people are going to feel that from you. I feel very strongly about that, that people can feel how you're feeling about yourself. And I think that makes you more approachable, too. Well, because I firmly believe that the energy you put out there is the energy you're going to get back. Yeah. And so when you put that energy, that friendliness, that approachability, that self-confidence when you put that out there Mm -hmm. then other people are going to be attracted to that so you are going to attract people like that Mm -hmm. and that's that's a great great um tip yeah for sure yeah and and we always talk about your crowd but again it doesn't have to be a crowd just the people that you're with the most in life matters so much and don't be afraid to let go of the old and make room for the new. And, you know, people serve different purposes in your life. That's one thing I found. That yeah. I have different friends who serve different purposes. So it's okay not to get everything from one person, too. If you are a person that has more friends, there's I have so many different kinds of relationships with my friends. Yes, of course. And, you know, I joked earlier and said, sometimes Steve is my friend. Well, obviously he is my friend. We (laughs) argue like kids sometimes. Um, But he's a really good friend. But yet, I'm not going to get the same thing from him that I get from you or that I get from my girl time. Mm -hmm. Just like he's not going to get the same thing from me that he's going to get from some of his guy friends. Mm -hmm. And it it just, it's the same thing is what you're saying basically i mean there are different people that are going to like fulfill different parts of your life or you're going to enjoy doing different things with different people and you're going to be that way to other people too you're going to be like this person you're going to fulfill a certain need or yeah you know you have a certain relationship with them or maybe just something you like to go do with with one person that maybe that other person doesn't doesn't like or that you don't like that somebody else likes but you know obviously it's awesome if you find a person you know, just that lifelong friend that it's like everything just vibes and it's great, but it's okay if it's not that way too. True, true. So let's go to the flip side of this. What about the friends that you already have Yeah, that you feel like you've either outgrown or you're just not vibing or you're not feeling good when you're around them? And like, how does a person break free from that? Because, like, you don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't want to you don't want to do anything mean to that person like you still care about them. But you feel like maybe they're bringing you down or you've grown past. Well, that's a I mean, that's a hard one. I mean, I definitely don't have all the answers, but if it's something to me, if it's something that you can't really talk to them about if it's irreparable, if you just feel like maybe my life would be better if I moved on, I think just creating some space. Yeah. You know, if you just put some space and some distance, because I don't think it's an easy subject to just, it's a hard one to approach to just say, hey, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Right. So if it's something you can approach and say, 
hey, there's this issue and we need to talk about it because yeah. I feel like it's 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 interfering with our friendship. Obviously, do that if you can, but if you just got to move on, you just got to move on sometimes. You have to do what's best for yourself. And yeah. creating that space between you and creating that distance, you know, you just... I mean, Sometimes I call it boundaries. It, yeah. You just kind of have to set a boundary and you just have to start. I mean, to me, moving forward with other friends helps that because you have your time occupied with other people who are bringing you up or lifting you up and making you feel good and you have mm-hmm. a good connection with them. But I mean, that's that's uh, that's a touchy one. What would what would you do? I mean, I agree with you. Sometimes you just have to cut the ties so to speak Mm -hmm. I mean I agree if it's something if it's a good friend and it's something you feel like that you can talk to them about and try to work it out then I think you should and if they're open to it great maybe you can keep their friendship and things can get better but if it's somebody who's constantly bringing you down or they're just like say they're like into partying or whatever and you're not or they're um you're re- you've re- really gotten into fitness and every time you're with them they just want to like junk food out and mm-hmm. like be a blob i mean sometimes you just have to you just have to kind of leave them behind as cruel as that as that sounds not that you can't ever speak to them again but i think the distance like you said just giving yourself a little bit of space and doing what's best for you and not letting their choices influence your choices because when you have friends, I mean, you can very easily be influenced by them. And peer pressure is a real thing, even with adults. Yeah. And so, you know, I think sometimes you just, what you said, the space is really good. Try that. And sometimes things like that, when you do put space, they just kind of work themselves out. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I had an experience where I just completely had to cut someone off because what I did is... Got myself in a situation where I wanted to be, or not wanted to be. I, I was in. I was in a friendship before I realized it. Yeah. If that makes sense, I was. I didn't know this person like I maybe thought I did. Yeah. And what happened is, the more I hung out and went out in public and saw the way they handled life situations, I was like, "Ugh!" Like, yeah. This is not someone I can link up with. We are very different. Like even the things that they said, how they presented themselves to people, I just didn't like it made my skin crawl. Yeah. And the way that they handled situations that I thought were were morally unethical, I guess <laughs> I could just say. Yeah. I literally just had to cut this person off and I didn't want to be ugly. I didn't want to hurt them, but I knew that I didn't want any more part of of being close in with them. So I did. I had to create that space and it did just naturally fade out. Yeah. Uh, But it was very hard because that's not really something you can tell someone. Like, basically, I don't think you're good for my life. I don't think that (laughs) you're the kind of person that I want to link up with yeah I know you're not the kind of person I want to link up with and so I I would say based on that experience if I had to give any advice is (laughs) 
really get to know and try to build a deep connection with someone and understand who they are before I don't know it's it's a it's a weird thing I just I guess maybe because I was very outgoing and this person was very outgoing I found myself in situations of making plans and then then getting to know them on another level so so making a good connection and really getting to know someone to avoid that yeah is I promise you you take it from me it's very important because it can be hard to get down the road and then go, ooh. Well, especially if that person is kind of a clinger and they really want a lot of your Mm -hmm. attention and time and they want to hang out with you a lot. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, hey, this is not really the kind of person I want to associate with. Mm -hmm. And yeah. But I mean, I mean, if they keep on too, you may just have to tell that person. Here's the thing. That happened kind of naturally. Right. I think the person understood that I was creating space. But um. If they keep clinging yeah. or they ask you why, you just got to tell them. I mean, yeah. I think that's you just got to be honest. You just got to be real. And you just have to say if it's something to do with if it is morally like, look, I'm not trying to judge you, but that is not what I want to do. And right. the kind of things that I want to be around. If it's something where they're being negative, like I just I feel like you're you're really negative And you just I mean, I think you just got to lay it out there. Well, sometimes people need to hear that. And hopefully, if you do get the opportunity to tell somebody, if it's something that's like morally or ethically wrong that they're doing or something that's like making them a really misfit member of society, hopefully, if you can tell them whatever it is and bring it to their attention, I would hope that they could try to learn from that and not take it as an attack, but just say, hey, oh, wow, maybe they don't even realize they're being like that. Maybe they're so caught up into their life and just being a certain way and nobody's ever called them out on it or Mm -hmm. they think this is the cool way to be. Yeah, it sometimes things like that need to happen. Yeah. And, you know, if they're asking you for a reason to, I think that's your it's okay because they're they're asking for it. Yeah. You know, obviously, we don't want to go out and just hurt people's feelings, but sometimes it's good. I've had my feelings hurt before, and it's been good for me. Well, I'm going to use my daughter as an example again. So She's going to get so mad at you. <laughs> I'm glad she hasn't listened <laughs> oh, to no, my podcast. She does. Yeah, I was going to say, they don't listen to this anyway. She's way so. too cool for this uh-huh. podcast. Yeah. So... She, a couple of years ago, had a couple of friends, one specifically, and, you know, she, she, those were like basically her friends at the time. She had a couple of other little friends, but these were the friends that were like really trying to talk to her and she wanted to hang out with. Long story short, like I got a really bad feeling from them and some, I won't even go into some things that happened and some secrets and lies and different things. And I realized I just really didn't like these kids yeah, and that they were being a terrible influence on my daughter. Mm -hmm. Like I saw the change in her. I saw a difference in her and the way that she was behaving and the way that she was acting. And I was like, no, like I can't help what's going on with these kids. I tried for a while to be nice to them, to kind of reach out to them to try to like be a good influence. But I realized that (laughs) I'm not their parent. Like I'm not in their home and I can't, I can't control and I can't help shape them. And I realized that they just had to be cut off. 
Like, so it had to be I, out of her life. It had yeah. to be out of her life. And it was very hard for her. And it was hard for me, too, because you don't want to, especially um, when your child kind of has a hard time even making friends. It's hard for you to look at them and say, look, they got to go. Yeah. But you have to do what is best for you. And that goes for your kids, too. When you see somebody being a really bad influence on you, somebody you love or your kids, like you have to make that decision just to cut those ties and let them go because you don't want somebody else's bad upbringing or their lack of restraint or their lack of morals to bring you down or bring your kids down. But I will tell you, we made that decision and it was the best thing that ever happened because I realized that (laughs) that's what was causing the issues with her was the people that she was hanging out with. So that just goes to show, I mean, it's the same way with adults. We may be a little, a little stronger, not always, but we, we, you know, sometimes have it together a little more, but when you're around people, like after a while, the more time you spend with them, the more of an influence they can have on you. And you can find yourself in a bad situation before you know it. That is so true. That goes, that goes, I think with all ages, with all types of relationships, um, we've we talk about being divorced and that's that was a relationship that it was such a negative force in my life that it changed me for the worse not that like I learned from it and I'm better for it at this point but being in that place and having that constant influence and then the influence of who that person drew into their lives Mm -hmm. was very very bad for me yeah And I mean, you know, I was a 30 something year old woman and you like to think that, yeah, when we're adults, we're above that type of influence, but it's, we adapt to our environments, you know, we We adapt, we start to model behavior that we see from the people closest to us. And if we don't get outside those circles, we, we, I think we realize it less and less. Well, I mean, it's really simple. If you put it like this, if you're, if you're on a sinking ship with a hole in it, Mm -hmm. full of people. Like, you can either stay on the ship and go down with it, or you can have the courage to jump off and swim away and try to swim to safety. And it's the same way with people. Um, You know, sometimes you just have to let it go and move on. And like you said, um, who you're around in that circle and who their circle is even has an influence on you. And you have to learn to be strong enough to kind of build your own circle and to stand up for yourself and say, wait a minute, this is not this is not what I want in my life. I want something better. Like I want people who challenge me. I want people who are always wanting to be better. I want people who are loving, who are um, accepting, not accepting of all the BS in the world and all the bad things and, and just accepting of everything, but accepting in the sense of, that they they want to to love other people. They're and try empathetic to towards them. others. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. And so you know you really have to learn to just be strong enough to move past that and build your own circle and know the kind of people that you want to let let into your circle. Because I think you should have, I think you should should have people that are better than you in your circle. I think you're gonna have you're gonna have some people that that you want to bring with you and that you want to help grow with you. And, but you also want people that are like 
doing the things that you want to achieve or that are achieving the things you want to achieve that are that are growing the way that you want to grow that inspire you to be better that make you want to be a better person you know that that movie where Jack Nicholson says you make me want to be a better man oh yeah love, what is what I is that it. movie I love it um, what's it called oh my gosh it's the one with Helen Hunt it's not as good as it gets. That's that's another one that he's in. I like that one too, but I that's can't. the one with Diane Keaton, isn't it? As good as it gets, you're gonna have to Google it now because it's gonna bug me. I mean, I have it written down on my phone because I love this movie, and I love Jack Nicholson. Yeah, you always did. You always loved that movie because I I've, I remember you quoting that a couple times. That movie. Well, I just love that because that's the best line of the whole movie to me because to me that's like the ultimate friend or partner or anybody like somebody who makes you want to be a better person yeah. and inspires you to be a better mm-hmm. person I mean to me that's kind of the ultimate mm-hmm. and you also like I want to be that for somebody else too like I want to inspire somebody else to be a better person and I want people that inspire me to be better you know and I think that's really kind of the key like if you're the kind of person who wants to grow and be better and love more and understand more and what a great group to be in if you're all constantly trying to achieve more to to be a better person. Um, and to that, make the world a better place, mm-hmm. you know, at the risk of sounding a little cheesy. Oh, I'm going to make the world a better place. But don't we all? Yeah. I mean, don't you? I mean, I want to make the world yeah. a better place. I do too. Like, it's not that great right now in a lot of ways. And I want my kids as they get older, I want to try to instill that in them too because... That's a good point, Christy. Your kids, even the people in your life, like I was talking about my friend Lindsay, how we're all friends, like our whole family is friends now. But think about the friends you have in your life and the influence it might have on your children. If you're a person that has children, those people are coming over to your house. Those kids listen to conversations. Lord knows (laughs) that my son can be doing three other things. And then hear a conversation that me and his dad are whispering in another room. I mean, <laughs> this you is know. true about him. Yes, I mean, I, are all kids that way? I think all kids are that way. They they just they they have that supersonic hearing. Oh yeah, they only hear what they want to. Of course, yeah. at least my child does. But when they want to hear something, but what I'm saying is that you're leading by example with them, and think about mm-hmm. the influence a, a bad crowd even has on your family. And the other people in your life, if you're bringing these people around. The movie is as good as it gets, by the it way. Is? That's yeah. it? Yeah, okay. that's it. And so then, see, now what's the other one then that I was talking about with Diane Keaton? Remember, he dates the daughter. That one's hilarious. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I guess that's not the point. But <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just Googling movie titles. But yeah, that's, I think that is... If you can constantly find people who challenge you to be the best that you can be. We said this on a, I mean, it was probably a pretty recent episode where we talked about. You want people that, oh, I know what it was. We were talking about things we wish we knew when we were younger in the dating scene. Yeah. And talking about the person that constantly agrees with you and just worships you. There are friendships like that, too. Right. Where. I will just say, make sure your friendships are a two-way street because we're talking about making new friends. But on the other hand, the friends you already have, make sure it's a two-way street because 
there are people too, you know, you get together and it's the subject's always this one person or there's, you know, sometimes it's just not a two way street and it's good to assess the friendships that you're in and make sure that you're, you know, if you're a, um, like you said, you call yourself an empath. Sometimes those people give a lot. Yeah. So you have to check your personality type and make sure, like for me, if I'm an extrovert and I, one of my friends are an introvert, I have to make sure that I'm considerate of that, yeah. you know, that yeah. they just maybe want their quiet time a little bit more than I do. But I think making sure that the friendships you already have are good ones and healthy ones, because you can work through that without cutting people off. But of course. you have to be very open and honest in order to do that. If you don't feel like you're getting what you need out of a friendship, or if you're the one not giving what you need. Yeah. I think a good thing to go back to is, like you said, be the kind of friend that you want to have. Well, and and I think that just speaks volumes in itself. Be the kind it of does. friend you want you want others to be to you. Yeah. Because when you are that kind of friend, either you're going to get that in return from other people. And if you don't and people fall away or you realize that they're not the kind of people you want to be around or you want to have a friendship with, those things do tend a lot of time to work themselves out. And you just kind of know and things kind of move on in a natural flow to where you have new interests, new friends, new things, and they just kind of fall by the wayside. That sounds really kind of mean, but... <laughs> no, sometimes you do have to do what's best for yourself. Yeah. Though. Just like yeah. what you said about Olivia, you had to do what's best for her because it was for her own good. Well, we have no problem doing that with our children, but sometimes we have a problem doing that with right. ourselves, putting ourselves first because... You know, when you have a family and you have kids, it really is constantly yeah. about giving, giving, giving. Yeah. And so sometimes we feel selfish when we put ourselves first. But at the end of the day, that is better for everybody, including your kids and including everyone. So really, how selfish is it Yeah, if you're doing what's best for everyone around you as right. well? Right, right. Very true. Because, like, being the best version of yourself, that's who you're giving to others that you love as well. Yeah. And if you're around people that are taken away from that, then you're not doing anybody else any favors either. No. No. So this goes back to what we were just saying about being the kind of friend you want to be or be, be the kind of friend you want others to be to you. So... I think you have to be willing to put in the work with the friendships that you already have. Oh, yeah. Put in the work to make them the best that they can be. Just like a your husband or your spouse or your partner or whomever. Like, you can't just stop trying. And you can't just expect that to be like, you know, we talked earlier about, like, the friends that you don't have to talk and, like, no time has passed. That's great. But also, you need to make the effort to keep that friendship alive well i call them low maintenance and relationships aren't always low maintenance and right. that doesn't mean they're a bad relationship yeah yeah so just just doing little thoughtful things for them or sending them a friendly text or a phone mm -hmm. call or something or dropping a card in the mail you know anything just to let them know that you're thinking about them and plan things okay this is this is something that i have learned is so important in life with everything but with friendships especially 
And that is put it in your calendar. Yeah. Like make a date with it can be two months out, but make a date to go to lunch, go to dinner, to have a drink, to go to a movie, whatever it is, whatever it is you like to do. Make a date with that person. Put it in your calendar. And because, you know, I've been guilty of this a lot. Like we I'll talk about all the things I want to do or all the things I'm planning to do. But I learned a long time ago that unless I nail it down, put it in my calendar, then you talk about a lot of things, but you never do them. And it's the same with friendships. Like you have to make the effort. And again, to maintain the if good friendships. Yes, if it's a good friendship. To maintain it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we we're saying a lot about you know, getting people out of your life, making new friends, but you know, obviously there are people listening that actually have friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you already have good friends, then yeah, keep them. So that and you know with any relationship they can be complicated you're probably going to do something that the other person doesn't like there's there may be times when you hurt the other person or you upset them and you just have to work through that and be willing to put in the energy to say you're sorry when you when you need to to talk about things openly or like you said to plan things to keep you know, that relationship where you see that person and you're you're interacting with that person on a regular basis. Well, and also be the kind of person who reaches out to other people. Like if you see someone and you feel like they they need a friend or that they're down or like sometimes you just have that intuition that that person's lonely or they need something, please be the kind of person that does reach out and that tries to be friendly to them and it is there for somebody because you never know what kind of an, you never know what a person's going through, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, you never know what kind of an impact you could have on that person's life just being friendly to them and reaching out to them because they may not have anybody else that's being friendly to them or they may not have any other friends or they may be whatever the case is. So, you know, be the kind of person who is willing to help somebody and to reach out to, to people who need it. Because we can get so busy in our life yeah. that in our own, in our, you know, say we have the perfect life with all these friends and busy social life, everything is going on. Like, don't get so caught up into that, that you're not open to the fact and that you kind of lose your human side towards other people, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, be willing to reach out to somebody who, you know, because there are a lot of people going through a lot of things. The world is a crazy, cruel place sometimes. And, you know, sometimes people don't know how to reach out. They just, well, they and don't even know how people to. close to you, sometimes they can be going through something and just you don't know about it. Mm-hmm. And for me, someone just being there, like being the kind of friend that, that I, I want, I, I like a friend that's there. I like a friend that, I don't have to have somebody that's, you know, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm super needy as a friend, but just to know that someone's there, someone's there when, so, is, when something is good mm-hmm. and they're going to say, congratulations, I'm proud of you, you're doing great. Someone who's there when life is bad, mm-hmm. because sometimes you can have the friend that's only there when stuff's bad. They want to be mm-hmm. your savior all the time. Well, yep. sometimes you don't want to you don't want to be the damsel in distress. You know, yeah. you don't want somebody to run to your rescue every time. That's great. I'm not saying that that's not a good friend that will be there for you. But 
then they but may not be the person. Be saved. Yeah. Like you just want a person to be there for you, like you're yeah. saying. And if you're a grown up, I hope you don't need to be saved. Yeah. I hope that you just need someone to be there beside you in that space beside you. Right. I hope you can save yourself and just you just need that love from someone else. Yeah. But those those friendships where someone is just there, they're not just there in this one area. They're yeah. not just there in this one area. They're just there. That's that a lot can be said about a person that's just like that. Like you said, someone who just reaches out. I'm like an initiator a lot. So it means a lot to me when someone initiates, whether it's plans, whether it's initiates the, are you doing okay? You yeah. didn't, you know, like, yeah. so I, I really love a friend like that. What about, what about you? Yeah, no, I do too. I, I always say sometimes I'm the worst. Like sometimes I'll reach out and be like the most friendly person ever. And I'll like do nice things for my friends. And then other times I'll go off the radar for a while and I won't talk to anybody. And my friends who are really close to me understand that about me. And they know well, that's what I was going to say. They know that know about you. me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if it's a newer friend, they may not understand yeah. that side of me as much. And if you are a newer friend and I've acted that way, you please don't take it personally. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, just just being there, like you said, again, I think that's, you know, somebody who really loves you for you yeah. and has a really true soul sister or soul mm-hmm. brother, whatever, mm-hmm. like they're going to, they're going to understand that and have that kind of closeness with you to be there for you. And yeah, that's, that's really the best. Yeah. Okay. We are having some technical difficulties today. <laughs> I don't know what this is going to sound I'm like. I'm not sure what is going on, but you were telling me what you really appreciated from, from friends and a friendship yeah, and I keep forgetting to turn the air off. It makes noise it in the background. It's too hot when it's it's off, so we turn um, it back on. So you were talking about that, and I was I was talking about how I you agreed. Well, where we left off before we had the technical issues is is you agreed that obviously I think it's kind of universal. You want someone who's there, and I was just making the point that you want someone who's there to celebrate you. And support you and lift you up just as much as you want someone to be there when stuff's crumbling or falling apart. So that's something that's really important to me and that means a lot to me is when people encourage me and celebrate my accomplishments and things that I do. And that might sound a little self-absorbed, but I'm like, I I look at myself as like an encourager. Like I I want to encourage my friends and the people around me to succeed and to to do well. Mm -hmm. And I want to congratulate them when something good happens. And it feels really good when people celebrate you and are willing to just say, hey, that's awesome. I'm so I'm so happy for you or congratulations or, you know, that that just really means a lot to me because everybody's not like that. And, you know, I feel like sometimes I kind of I'm kind of a giver to other people and so it feels good to have that back from other people if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like I said I might sound a little self-absorbed like you tell me I'm doing a good job (laughs) encourage me me." (laughs) yeah but you know it 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 really it touches me in a way that that's just really important it means a lot to me to know that well I, I think it's a different kind of support when someone can be there right by your side when you're successful as well 
because it's great. And please, this does not mean that it's not great and wonderful when people are there for you. I'm so thankful for all the people that have been there for me when I've been down. I mean, you've been one of them and people that have been a constant in my life. I'm super grateful for that. And I don't want it to sound like I'm anything but that. But I do feel like if it takes a different kind of person and a different kind of friendship to celebrate and be proud of someone and not just be there to rescue them all the time. Yeah. That takes us an, another level of giving that it doesn't take in the other way. I'm not making sense. I don't know if I'm making well, sense. I was just having this conversation with my friend April the other night. So there are certain people that will take something like say something really happens. Something bad happens to you, Beth, or in your life. Yeah. There are some friends that will come to you and try to like be your savior. And that's like the times when they show up and it's all about they make it. I I told her I feel like people sometimes make a bad thing that's happening to somebody else. Mm -hmm. They make it about them instead of the person that it's actually happening to because they try to make a big show of it. Yeah. If that makes sense. They take oh, away of them being there for of someone them being yeah. there for, yeah. for you. And like yeah. they make it a big deal and like have to post about it on. That's how we got started on this conversation, yeah. because there was a certain person who was posting like they someone lost someone and they were posting, mm-hmm. posting and they weren't even that close. Yeah. You know, and it's like there are certain people out there that try to take a tragic situation or something bad that's happening to somebody else and like make it about them and get attention, get the attention on them instead of where the attention actually belongs. That's like an ego thing. And like ego is like where good relationships go to die. You know, like you can't have too much ego in the way, I mean, in life in general, but especially in good friendships and relationships, if you are all about yourself and you're full of ego that doesn't make for very good relationships in your life no. because that's that's very it, it's all about you your ego you know and and yeah and and not that when someone's there for you it's always about that but there are those situations where people want to be the one to swoop in you know yeah and i you know i just have a problem with people taking the attention off of the person who actually deserves or the situation mm-hmm. who actually deserves the attention and turn and trying to get attention themselves for it like i I, that's really a huge pet peeve of mine because i'm like seriously are you that self-absorbed that you can't let this person go through this hard time or you can't just be there for for them quietly yeah Yeah. or like not that i have a problem with somebody posting on social media or whatever but like you can tell when there's like an inauthenticity there and uh, inauthenticity there (laughs) is that the right word (laughs) inauthenticity yeah you can tell when they're being inauthentic is yeah. what I meant to say. And, you know, I think people need to learn to be sensitive to that and yeah. to realize that, like, everything doesn't have to be posted all the time and it doesn't have to be. First of all, just don't try to get attention off of somebody else's hard time or sadness or loss of family or friend or whatever. Yeah. Like, don't try to. You know, you know how there are these people that try to jump in on tragic things. Like yeah. they're not there for anything yeah. else, but like something tragic happens. Yeah. And then people come out of the woodwork and like want to know what's going on and want to yeah. like, that's not, that is not. Well, a and good sometimes friend. in friendships that they, they, they want to be 
wanted and needed and sometimes it's a person that may be dealing with something a little bit deeper because they need that they need that feeling of being someone's savior and sometimes it can be someone who who is more comfortable with a person that's broken and like I can be there for you when you're broken and everything's crap but I'm going to disappear when you're back on your game so to speak so Look, well, none, none think, of my friends are going to be there for me when I'm down now. They're going to be like, well, forget that, girl. Like, Well, and obviously, I mean, you know, I definitely, those are the times, a lot of times, that you need somebody to be there the most. Yes. But, I, I mean, it's kind of like a savior syndrome. Like, don't only be, don't, don't only be there for people when they're having a hard time or when things are falling apart in their yeah. life. Also be there. Like, if you want to post about the tragic things, Share something good about their life, too. Yeah. Post about the good things happening in their life. Be there for them when the good things are happening. That is a true friend. Yeah. Like, be that kind of a person. Yeah, because it's also, it'll make you question your friendship if you're in a place like that. And if that person kind of falls off the radar when things are good. And a lot of times it's because people are like, well, they needed me then. They don't need me now because everything's good. Right. But yes, they do. People need your support. People need you to be happy for them when they're happy. They still need you to walk beside them when things are good. And knowing that you're celebrating with them or for them or in behalf of them is is a very important role to fill in a friendship. So again, that balance of just making sure that your, your friendships are, are equal. And if you find yourself in that place where you're being a big supporter and you're being there in those areas and that person isn't being there for you, then again, talk to them. (laughs) Or if you just feel like it's something that's, that's maybe deep rooted with them and that they're going to have to work on, you might just need to find some, some good supportive friends. True. Very true. And again, I know we've already said this, and, again, and, we, and we joke that we repeat ourselves a lot, but like, be the kind of person, be the kind of friend, make yeah. sure you're being that way to other people too. Yeah, I think that's and you're the, not just the being theme one-sided. of the episode today yeah. is just be, be the kind of person that you want people to be to you. Definitely the kind of friend. Yes, definitely. Be a good friend, not a bad friend. Yeah, that's pretty be an all weather right? friend, not just a good weather friend. Yeah. What's that saying? A fair weather, fair weather friend from afar. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps it is. So, yeah, friendships are important. Good friendships are important. Supportive friendships are important. Getting crappy friends out of your life is important. <laughs> yes, I mean they're not really friends, are they? If they're not really contributing and supporting and loving and respecting right well and you know people are busy you know we all understand and understand that they can't be there all the time for everything like we get that yeah but be there when you can yeah and just let the people around you and your friends know that you love them and you are there Mm -hmm. and you know if they're the right kind of friends also they're going to understand when you can't be there all the time but and if you're the listeners that don't have any friends, we'll be your friend. Yes, we'll be your friend. Hey, want to play? Yeah, Let's reach out friends. to us. Hi, I'm Christy. This is Beth. Want to play? <laughs> Sounds a little bit creepy, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> My kids would hate me right now for this. <laughs> oh, gosh.